Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. On tonight's show, the Dodgers cash in after Tampa's cash pulls out. Will a Heisman candidate's positive test prove to be a negative for Clemson? A Gator golfer wins in Bermuda, and nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. What's up, boys? Week 10 in the NFL, or week 10 in college coming up, week 9 coming up uh, in the pros. But let's go around the horn. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger, up and coming, Georgia. Anthony Malafronte across the bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? Bill, how was your weekend? Like cash pulls out. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, it was great. You know, it was um, a beautiful weekend here in Florida. We finally had fall hit. So when fall hits in Florida, I found out that's a big deal. <laughs> and uh, even golf this morning, you know, it didn't hit. Maybe it hit 80 by the end of our round at 1130. So beautiful, beautiful weekend. Um, I think I've told you all this before uh, over the years, but Cindy and I, uh, our first date was on Halloween. So Halloween's always kind of this weird thing. Eh, it was our first date. But then this one was different because it was 40 friggin' years ago uh, in 1980. Mm. We went on our first date. So, wow. So, so, yeah, exactly. Cheers, cheers, you, to, cheers to the newlyweds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yay. Uh, yeah. I think that, uh, Todd, you were talking about pulling out an old t shirt makes you feel old. Yeah. Have right. a 40, 40 year anniversary of your first date. So, uh, mm. anyways, yeah. It was a great weekend. How about you? Uh, it, it reminds me what my, uh, my late great uh, mom always used to say. Um, uh, enjoy getting older because it beats the alternative, right? Ah, so <laughs> that forty-year anniversary, although bittersweet, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm, I've made it this far. It's kind of kind of amazing when you think about it. So, um, real real good good weekend. Um, a lot of sports watching. Got back on the pickleball court um, unsuccessfully um, in the win loss column, but had a had a great time doing that. Um, boy, winners hit. Uh, it's it's you know. Tonight's going to get down to 35. I know, Sean, you'll be saying last since it's snowing. But Atlanta gets um, – beauty of Atlanta is you have four distinct seasons. You really do. And uh, I'm not a big fan of daylight savings. I'm, I'm mentally trying to adjust to it. But the sunset here at 535, no likey, no likey. But it is what it is, right? So, no, it's all good. Really, really good weekend. Uh, good sports to be had. And can't wait to, uh, to chat about it, Sean. Mal, how about you, bud? It was a wonderful weekend. Weather was perfect. Uh, experienced uh, a grandbaby's first Halloween, which was kind of cool. The family, Cheers to that. Uh, it was awesome. They, what uh, did she dress as? They were. She was like a Harry Potter thing. I don't which one <laughs> it was. I can't really tell you. Hermione? But they, Come on. Hermione? I, no, no. That was uh, uh, Clarissa. And, Luna? and Greg was Luna. Uh, it might Luna? have been Luna. Yeah, okay. I've never, I've never watched a scene or read a page of any Harry Potter books. So. Oh, wow! You're, you're speaking, you're, you're speaking a different language. You're missing out. But we we set up station uh, nine, nine and four fifths or whatever nine it is. Nine three quarters. Nine three quarters. quarters. Thank you. <clears throat> and we had a, they had a, a brick wall with a big, probably a six inch in diameter PVC pipe that ran from the front porch through this brick wall, which was a decorated old TV box, like a 65 inch TV box. And kids would come to the front and 
put their little bags underneath the hole in the wall and the candies got shot down the tube. Nice. Uh, so we, we all sat on the porch and drank beers and ate pizza and kept a respectable distance away. And the little kids thought that the wall and the tube and the whole bit was great. So it was, that was a lot of fun. Very cool. Played Very golf nice. this morning in beautiful weather. Played well? I played okay. I played all right. Uh, Much better than some of us. <laughs> all relative, right? <laughs> yeah. Just being out there is great, Todd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good weekend here. Uh, but as Todd referenced, got a chance to play Friday, got frosted out yesterday. Um, so our eight o'clock tea time or our yeah, eight o'clock tea time was delayed to nine, then they delayed till ten thirty. Then they said they'll make a decision eleven thirty at that point in time. When we would have already been done playing, we just decided to bail out and I got some work done around the house. Did play this morning. I sent you guys a video of the of the wind. Uh, I don't know if I've ever played in wind this strong today. Mm. It was brutal. It affected your tee ball, your approach shots, your bunker shots. It affected your putts. Um, mm. it, it was, you know, and it was so hard to, I mean, you couldn't clear any of your putts. So we were just putting over the leaves. And when you get those little, you guys know what the little helicopter things are that, you know, they, they're weighted. Nut, and, you got a nut yeah, in the middle at the end of them. With a little leaf on the end. And so the ball would just bounce over those and uh, you're, you know, we, we play a leaf rule, which is basically drop it where you think you lost it. Um, you know, cause you just can't, can't look forever for the balls, but uh, it's fun. But you're Todd, you're right. You know, dark, dark early. And, and, you know, we'll get a little bit of another week of week or two of daylight in the morning at seven mm. o'clock, but that, that'll go away <laughs> soon as well. But beautiful, beautiful full moon. They called it the pumpkin moon last night. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. It was pretty cool. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk some sports, guys. We got a lot going on. Even though, uh, you know, the without basketball and without hockey, we're gonna you know really focus on on football over the next few weeks. Uh, hopefully, college basketball will be coming soon. But let's let's wrap up the World Series. Uh, we talked last week, heading into Game Six, hoping for a different outcome. Uh, it was really a truly a an awesome effort by Blake Snell. Unfortunately, Bill. Uh, didn't get to finish it. Didn't even get to sort of, uh, clean up his own mess, so to speak. And it wasn't even a mess. It was just one, one runner on base and, um, the analytics monster in Kevin cash stepped up and they pulled him out and rest is history. Mookie, Mookie bets gets a hit. Uh, they play a little small ball. They get on base, they score two runs and that's all they needed. They they end up uh, winning their First World Series, hard to believe, since 1988. Um, yeah. Mm. I get old, Todd. It's just one of those yeah. things that you know, we look at the Dodgers as as a dynasty, and so many of the youth today is like, never even seen them win. Um, that was so, the famous Kirk, Kirk Gibson in game one, right? <laughs> yep. 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 Eckersley, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's Bill, – Bill and Mal, you, you talk about it, and Todd, Todd, jump in with your three cents after these guys are done. Uh, I mean, I'll start. The – you know, the um, cash had got to 40 and 20 this season doing exactly what he did in game six. So it's really easy to defend what he did. Um, mm. You know, Blake Snell hit the, the the third time through the lineup. His batting, the, his batters hit 375 against him the third time through the lineup. <laughs> uh, two of the best hitters in the National League were coming up for the third time, even though they both struck out. 
the first two times. Um, so it's 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 a, it's a defendable position because if he'd have let Snell stay in and Mookie went deep on him, the same people who are ripping him now for what they mm-hmm. did probably would be ripping the shit out of him for sure. why did you leave him out there when you knew the numbers? So it's a, he's he was in a can't win uh, in my opinion situation unless unless. <laughs> Anderson comes in and you know gets a double play ball a double play ball from Betts, and everybody's saying he's a genius. So it's just it's just the way it goes. And and I think I'm like most people. You just wanted maybe this is Game Six of the World Series. Just give him a chance. Let's just see what would have happened. You know, maybe um, maybe you put the numbers aside for a second. So that that was what I was thinking. Um, that's my that's my take. Mal, we talked about it a little bit this morning. Where are you, where are you at on that? And we you know. Yeah, he was damned no matter what he did. Um, I don't think Blake Snell went past the sixth inning, but one or two times all season. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the thing that kind of flummoxed me a little bit is he played analytics taking Snell out, but none of the analytics of what Anderson had done since the American League Championship Series, yeah. American League Championship Series, uh, was taken into effect because he was he was spent. Anderson didn't have he gave up runs in every one of his World Series appearances. He did not have a yeah. good World Series. Uh, maybe someone else needed to come in in place of Anderson. I don't know, but as we talked about, Bill, this season deserved a Game Seven in the World Series, and we didn't get it. Yeah, uh, it would have been nice to have Game Seven, but that being said. Our Tampa Bay Rays are the American League champions. They have a lot of guys coming back, and uh, uh, I think they'll be hungry, and hopefully we'll have a baseball season next year that they can show us how good they really were or are. They will be wearing a ring. Uh, it's not yes, the it's will. not the fun ring to wear. I have one of those, an <laughs> LCS ring. It's just the loser's ring, but, uh, but that's important. Yeah, Nick Anderson didn't give up a single run in the regular season. Didn't give up a right. single inherited runner the entire regular all sixty games. Wow! He never wow. gave up a, an inherited runner scored when he came in ever, and it just changed in the postseason. Um, and so uh, you know you you can see why you you know Cash just wants to keep relying on this guy that was just a hero before. But you're right in the he just didn't he wasn't the same pitcher in the ALCS or the World Series. So it's just a, it is what it is. Like I you know I I wanted the race to win like most people on this call, but deep down, you know, the Dodgers, the talent on that team, the, the amount of, I mean, just sheer talent was um, very uh, overwhelming. <laughs> and I think that's ultimately, you know, what we saw. Yeah. Todd, what was your thoughts on the game? It was a good baseball game. If you just, if you, yeah, were, if you, were, just, if you were just watching the game. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I remember we were texting back and forth and, I tried to stay positive, um, you know, saying, just move on. The, the decision's made, right? Uh, nothing to do. It's, 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 it's so fleeting. And I've said this many a time, only one team gets to win the World Series, right? So it's painful when you're the final two. Um, the Braves did you no favors. They're up 3-1 against the Dodgers and couldn't, couldn't win that last game. Um, so, you know, from an Atlanta point of view, I feel like uh, we had our chance to knock out the Dodgers and didn't do it. Uh, again, one team wins, and this was a wonky season. 60 games were played with very few days off. Um, I think the first two series, there was played consecutively, right? Five games in a row, seven games in a row. So Anderson, although dominated the regular season, 
I saw it with the Braves too. The bullpen was just getting worn out, right? Yeah. You had starters going four innings, five innings was amazing. So the bullpen was taxed um, every night. So uh, again, maybe if uh, Cash considered that and not bringing Anderson in and keeping Chanel out, at, listen, at the moment he made his decision on what was the best way to win the game and it just didn't work out. So yeah. easy to be the Monday morning quarterback and say you should have, could have, would have. Um, it's just, again, one team gets to win, and this year it's the Dodgers. So. What if you're at the top of the sixth quarterback as Cash is leaving the dugout and you're screaming at the television, don't pull him, don't pull him. Does that count? It's not really the Monday morning. That's like it's happening. Oh, oh it was live. It was real time, right? Real time. <laughs> it was real time. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. no. Don't, his, his arm went up so fast. I mean, he was – there was no doubt. He wanted, he wanted no conversation with Snell. It was going to – the decision was made. So. Yeah. And you got to respect that he made that decision, didn't want to be – Swayed. Um, and again, uh, if Anderson gets him, you know, to roll into a six, four, three double play, mm. um, d- dude's a genius and, and, yeah. or maybe not, you know, so yeah. tough loss was, for sure. But it was good. interesting in the, in the, in the age of Twitter to see the, you know, the, the Chipper Jones and the Alex Rodriguez and the oh, other, you know, the other big name people, you know, jump on the, the decision. Uh, Zipper's not shy on Twitter. All players, all players, no coaches in those. It was all players who all won. Yeah, Yeah. you saw Jack Morris, you know, his little quote, you know, was talking to someone. He said, perhaps one of the best games he was seeing being pitched as you know, in that moment. And uh, you know, it's just one of those, you know, you'll never know. Uh, it was a great series. Let me ask you guys, were you a little surprised that Corey Seager got the MVP instead of Mookie Betts? No, I think that was a late somebody on this. Somebody on this call called it. Did you know? Uh, I did. Yeah. I he, thought Mookie was going to get it. I was surprised, but yeah. uh, Bill Nail. I, mean, right I, I think that was an. Enti- I think that was an entire playoff uh, award. I mean, Corey yeah. Seager. Mookie, just Mookie had a couple of great games. Yeah, Mookie had a couple yeah. great games, but Seager dominated the playoffs. He Seager was, was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it was it was either going to be a Rosarina or Seager. That that was done. I think, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I mean, Walker Bueller, maybe if he had pitched like a game seven, some kind of crazy good game, you know, to get two wins or something, sure. but <clears throat> maybe he would have been a, a possibility. But uh, that's the one thing you got to factor into. We don't talk about it too much. If we could have somehow pulled out, we, if the Rays could have somehow pulled out game six, <laughs> there were, they were staring at an even tougher pitcher than Clayton Kershaw. And by the way, with Kershaw on the, on the bench, you know, with Kershaw coming in out of the pen if needed. Uh, he, he doesn't do that very well though to, in the po- World Series to face, usually <laughs> to face one batter. But yeah, yeah as as tough it is for the Rays fans, um, I felt redemption for for uh, Clay Shaw or Curtin, uh, yeah. Kershaw. And I like um, him a lot. Is I don't like the Dodgers right. in general, but I like Kershaw, so that's good. For right. Him. So I was glad he had success. Whether you know, you even if he would have lost in Game Seven. So here's a here's an inquiry then. Uh, Kershaw with the monkey off his back. Does he come back and play even better next year? Uh, with no pressure, does he retire? Well, um, I think it's eight. Well, I think age balances is out, right? He's getting and older. What about, and what about David Price? Does it does David Price get a ring? Sure. Yes. No. I don't you don't know. think so, Bill? Because he opted out. How, yeah, I, I don't know. That's weird. How long? Yeah, maybe he does. I don't know. That's weird. He play <laughs> the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, like, here's Kershaw's deal. Regular season, the dude's the best Lights of his out. generation. There's yeah, nobody better than Kershaw the last 10 years. Nobody. It's the postseason that's given him this, you know, this, this. He's, he's a 500 pitcher in the postseason, right? 11 with, an 11 ERA, with an ERA that's just over four. 
right. now might have dropped it to, to the high threes maybe with this uh these two games but um yeah he's he struggled in the postseason never got a ring and that was his knock and that's that's an unfair knock i mean uh, you know that's like saying the buffalo bills in the in the 70s, 80s sucked <laughs> you know because they could never win or 90s it's, never never win the super bowl but they went to four, four in a row right yep yeah, yeah so anyways now, Sean, you mentioned uh, Jack Morris. The, the deciding game in this year's World Series was the anniversary of Jack Morris's 10-inning win. Yeah. And in 84, was win. it? Yep. Wow. Of his last World Series. Think about that. one nothing, 10-inning win, complete right. game. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. Mm. That, we'll never see that again. I mean, I mean, maybe we will, but. The odds my, my, uh, diminish. No. <laughs> hey, and Bill, uh, fact checked me, and it's main, but my dad used to always talk about Bob Feller. But guys back in the day used to pitch double headers. They'd pitch yeah. both games of a double header. That, right? that was a, a long time ago, but they would come in in relief. You know, the next yeah. game, they all kind. Of, it was crazy how many. But they, you know, yeah, they pitch 15, wow. 16 innings in a day. And, and now, they just, now they if just, you get to four, you're amazing, right? When they blew out their ulnar, whatever the you know the Tommy John ligament is, they just said, "Oh, he's got a bum arm. He'll be fine. Just let him rest. Stick him in the right field. Exactly. Stick him in the right field. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you know, it's, let's assume, let's let's keep our fingers crossed that something cures with the with the COVID, and uh, we're not far off. From pitchers catchers report, if that's the case, right? I mean, probably in March, right? Uh, yeah, usually, usually February, February. February. Yeah, wow. 20th, yeah. So we'll see. It'd be great if we can get back to normal, but as we said, we'll take take what we can get. It was a it was a thrilling thrilling playoffs. The World Series was great. The AL and the NLCS, you know, were fantastic. Uh, both going seven and, and, games. And the sixty game yeah. sprint was kind of fun. It, it was kind of like fun. A, you know? I was an naysayer in the group. I I, I it, it's I'm shocked. That they got to the end. Shock yep. mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. And by the way, as a lifelong national leaguer, Bill, I'm asking you this. Yeah. Do they keep the DH, the National League? Uh, uh, I'm thinking they I do. I hope they do. I really do. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I I, I love the DH. I lo- I just love it. I. It just seems silly that uh, it's the one sport where everybody plays offense and defense. And then the American mm-hmm. League in the early '70s said, "Oh no, we're just going to have some fat guy that hits really good sit on the bench." And he'll just come up and hit. I hate that. I just hate that. And he never plays defense. So, but you say that you, you hope they keep it. Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, I want the DH that. to. I want the DH to stay in the NL. Absolutely, it'll never come oh. back to the American League. No, they've they're they're gone forever. But yeah, you're, uh, I would you're, love you're for I'm confused. You're, you're, you're saying flipping. it opposite. Uh, the the DH is has been you know avail in the AL forever, right? Right. Yeah. I don't. You, I don't you, want it. I don't want it in the National League. Okay. It's never okay. been in the National League. Until, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's never been in the National League until this year. Correct. And I don't want it there. Just like I. What about you know, the? <laughs> go ahead. What about the runner on second uh, to start the tenth inning? No. You like that? No. Nope. That was just something they had to do because they didn't. Ha- couldn't have games go on and on and on. They had to end quick, right? Yeah. They don't want to blow out their pitching staff and um, and there could be people that were positive that weren't playing no i want to go back to the rules the way they were as much of a purist as you can be even though baseball's changed a ton with wild card and all kinds of stuff like i was not a fan of the wild card and interleague play when it happened i was actually working (laughs) in baseball at the time i wasn't a fan but over time i've come to see that it's 
it's, it really keeps a lot of people interested. It keeps cities involved that weren't going to be involved before. So that's a good thing. I think and I, I like that a lot. Um, you know, so some of those changes make sense, uh, but you got to keep a little bit, just keep a little bit of that. So, so let me guess, you don't like the seven inning double header. You want oh shit, that's gone. Dude, that's gone. Not so you do don't that. like any of the three major changes. You, you don't like any no, of the they, three major I, changes. I, they were ones we had to live with because of the situation we were in. This is a right. very okay. unique I mean, we had a 60 game season. Do you want to go to a 60 game season? No. I, you know, I hear I, you. I, I, I just I'm had up, to ask. I, I, I'm up for 154. I, I like that idea a lot. I like a 154 season starting a little bit later. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That just goes back to what it was. That's kind of a more of a purist, you know, take. And you know what? If they if they keep the expanded playoffs, that might be fun too. I mean, the, look, the I, I I have no problem with the play-in game for the wild card. I think that's fun too. Just get back to the regular rules, you know, for all those games. Yep. That, that'd be my. That's my take. We'll see what happens. All right, so we're going to start going all in on football here uh, in a second. Mm-hmm. But let, let me just because maybe because of the winner, but also because. Another old guy, Brian Gay, former Florida Gator, uh, 48 years old, wins in Bermuda. Uh, first win since 2013, his fifth tour win. Comes back from a three-stroke deficit down there in Bermuda. Uh, now he punches a ticket to Hawaii, punches a ticket to the Masters in 2021. Uh, 48 years old. We've seen a lot of, you know, we've seen Stuart Sink, Sergio Garcia. Uh, quite, a, quite a run here on the, you know, this wraparound season, uh, helping some people out. Um, and I also saw uh, Ian Poulter won his um, review with the PGA. He did get the medical red shirt, so his season is extended, I believe, through mm. the start of the season. So he has a chance to make enough dollars and or points to to stay on. But that's it for golf. Let's talk because uh, we next week we'll start doing preview for the Masters, guys. Can you believe it? How exciting is that? Mm. Um, like no other. Right. What a what a what a change it will be with no fans, with no stands, with an early start on Sunday. Did you see with that? With frost, with frost, split, split tees <laughs> uh, for the first time ever, going off one and ten. Uh, you know they're, they'll be chasing daylight now. No no finishing at seven o'clock uh, no. like they like they've done in the past. So everything changes. Got game day out there on the par three course on Saturday. Um, but let's speaking of game day, let's talk college football. Um, Big win on – did you see Friday night Maryland played um, Minnesota and Tua, mm. Tua's little brother, Tuala, uh, yeah. came back and won his first game. They win, I think, 45-44 yeah. in kind of a shootout. But Saturday, the, um, the big story, I think, on Saturday was Trevor Lawrence out with COVID. Uh, DJ Ungulele, I think is – You got it pretty close, yeah. Yeah. yeah, easy for you to say. Ungulele. He, he has his first start. They didn't look good early. Boston College did look good early. Boston College put a scare. But Clemson comes back and wins. Um, Notre Dame wins. Alabama wins. Ohio State wins. All the kind of the top teams stay intact, which will change this coming week, but we'll get to that next. Um, Todd, what game had your eye uh, on the early slots, we'll, we'll talk Gators in a second, what happened there in Gainesville with Missouri, but what games caught your eye early? Well, um, locally, uh, Georgia, Kentucky was a little bit of a, you know, you could take a nap in that game twice. Yeah, it was 14-3 early, and that was no yeah. other score. Yeah. Um, but uh, part of that, I think Georgia was playing real vanilla. Um, they got a big one next week that we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, but the big one that jumps out is uh, Michigan State, Michigan. Right. I mean, Michigan State 
help me remember, Sean, they got beat Rutgers last week. Bad, yep. right? They lost Rutgers, yeah. And Michigan, 12 remember they were They were 21 and a half point dogs. At kick right, <clears throat> right. And uh, boy, I, I don't mean to pile on, but Jim Harbaugh's record against Ohio State, Michigan State, is really and really bad. One in, one in six, and that's just the games in Ann Arbor. That's at home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So and and bowl, he didn't have a great bowl record. So he's he can uh, he can coach a, a, a game they're supposed to win, but he's not winning many of those real tight uh, contentious matchups. So um, yeah, that, that those are the two that that stuck out locally, and then nationally, Michigan State, Michigan was just. A shocker because Michigan State looks so bad against Rutgers, and they I watched, uh, did all right. I watched a bit of that game. His his like uh, offensive play calling, like the Wildcat. You know, mm. I, uh, they would drive the ball down to the five, and he'd bring in this Wildcat package that failed miserably. Um, the right. Overthinking it, overthinking it. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Harbaugh's a quarterback. He played in the right. NFL. You think he Absolutely. would want to be pulled for a wildcat? No, you let your kid go in there and do what he does and go win the game. And and boy, it was just a it was ugly to watch. So, yep, I thought the Texas Oklahoma State game was exciting wow. to watch. Um, I think Oklahoma know. State blew it. I think they yeah, should have won that game, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Wow. First of all, the guy, the guy, uh, the guy roughs the punter. You know, on a yep. it wasn't even a wasn't even a pump block play. He just. Mm. He just over pursued and ran into the guy's landing leg. And by definition, I mean, it, you hit the land, if you hit the kicking leg, it's running into. You hit the landing yeah. leg, it's, it's roughing. Uh, yeah. So that extended the, the drive. Then you look, I mean, I, I don't like the guy, but Sam Ellinger is a pretty good quarterback. And he's been there four mm. years and he's, he's got the, the stones and he hung in there and, you know, scored on fourth down. They get the two point you, conversion. You don't like him or don't like his style or what's. I, the, I don't uh, know what it is about. I have no problem with him. I mean, he's a great. Okay. Know, Probably the, way people kid, right? yeah, probably the way people didn't like Tebow, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, he's exciting. He's flashy. He's, you know, he s- says things, but um, just, you know, I, I was, I was rooting for Oklahoma state. Did, did you see that after that loss? Now Oklahoma state still leads the chances to make the playoffs for the big 12 at 1.2%, 1.2% chance for the, yeah, that's done. There's no big 12 team in the playoffs. That's funny. I think UC has a better chance. Scotty's Skyler's UC. How, how, how about Auburn? How, yeah, I say how important is was Joe Burrow to uh, LSU? LSU? <laughs> right, man, that's so bad. They're so bad this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Auburn uh, forty-eight eleven. I mean, amazing, right? Yeah, and Auburn. Auburn just seemed to hit on all cylinders on on both offense and defense. Now they were going against a true freshman quarterback making his first start uh, in a in a toothless Jordan Harris Stadium. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that yeah. there was no, yeah. you know, 20% fans, yeah. uh, much different, much different audience there. Um, you know, but we'll see. I mean, Auburn still has a couple of big games left. Um, not sure who their second cross. They've already played Georgia and I'm not sure who their second crossover in the East is Todd. Do you know off the top of your head? They, they um, I can look it up. Oh, you know, they, they, yeah, they already they played South Carolina. They played South Carolina. They, so, they got a little game against uh, someone called Alabama, I think, down oh, the road. Geez. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be an equalizer, most likely. Yeah. I believe Ryan has tickets for the uh, Mississippi State game when they come to Starkville. I was about to say that's coming up soon, next week yep. or two weeks. Um, yep, hard to think, but Starkville, uh, Starkville plays uh, Mississippi State plays Vandy this week. Uh, they they got 
Mississippi State, Tennessee, Tennessee, and Alabama, and Texas A&M left. So they got some they got some big ones left. Okay. All right. Texas A&M looming large. Texas A&M kind of, uh, you know, they're in a good position if they can kind of just keep winning. They got to go to South Carolina this week. But um, Buckeyes look good late. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that one. Uh, Buckeyes look good. Uh, Notre Dame's one big. Georgia Tech. Um, but let's talk Gators, Todd, really quick. Uh, did we play last night? I don't understand. Yeah, you know, we did. And it was um, it was a, not, not a great start. But a play at the end of the game, after like four flags on the last play of the half, turns out there wasn't a flag on a play there should have been a flag on the late hit on Kyle Trask was I thought pretty egregious I don't know if everyone's eyes were looking at the ball in the air except you know but but it seems like that's what that back judge is for it's just to kind of watch through the whistle on the quarterbacks I don't know how you could say it wasn't a late hit on Trask Um, late and to his head um, which caused a skirmish I don't know Mal did you see the fight that kind of ensued at the end of the half we did we watched it all. Yeah. Uh, coaches were even getting in each other's faces a little bit, uh, which you don't see very often. Uh, there were punches thrown. Uh, and I don't believe, Sean, if, did anyone get thrown out of that game because yes. of that? There three players. guys that got thrown? Two, two Gators, two of our starters on defense, and a starter of Missouri. And I don't know how they dis- – The offensive dis- line. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how they determined only three guys because I saw way more than three punches thrown. So yeah, there was all kinds. I'm going to jump in um, and and please uh, let me know what what you think I'm about to say. So it was a dirty late hit, awful. Um, but I'm I, I no one loves Florida and Dan Mullen more than me. But Dan Mullen, I think, um, kind of incited that riot a little bit. You can't have your head coach leading the way and sprinting out because <laughs> his players are going to follow, right? They, they, yeah. you know, that's coach out there. So I was super, and I'm a Dan Mullen fan. I, I think he was, sprinting, he was sprinting to the referee, not the other coach. That's going, that's, that may be true. And I believe you, but his players see him sprinting on the field because there's a fight going on, right. Or their quarterback gets it late. You know, that's, that's the problem. His intentions may have been good to protect his quarterback, but then you got a 50, 18 and 22 year olds <laughs> smelling blood. Right. And I, I think that just caused, and again, I'm a Dan Mullen guy. I like him. Uh, but I think he, I think the head coach has got to, and the assistants have to be the ones pushing the guys to stay on the sideline, not leading the charge. Um, and it was a cheap hit. It was a bad hit. He should have been penalized. He may have, should have been ejected from the game, but it's certainly at least a penalty. Right. Um, but I was just I, – I wasn't happy with how Coach reacted, right? And I, maybe I'm wrong. You guys, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong. Well, the good no, – I agree with you. And and then he came out. He went down the tunnel and he turned around and came back. And, try, and I don't know if he was trying to get – And he got the fans all excited. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, there are not a lot of fans there. Uh, but 13,000. Yeah. Yeah, just to do that, I, it, it wasn't a good look. It did, exactly. It didn't show well when a good luck is a good way to put it. Again, his intentions were good. I just yep. expect more, right? Yep. And I, I look, Todd, I, th- I think, you know, in all honesty, I didn't think he did anything wrong cheering, get, you know, getting the fans going. I mean, that's something that, you know, but if that would have been, you know, uh, another coach 
I probably would have been, you know, saying like, oh, that's weak, you know, just go in the, lo- right. go in the locker room and, and shut up, you know. So, so in all, in all honesty, you know, it's, it's like when, it's like when a pitcher throws over to hold the guy at first three times and the home fans boo, but if yeah. it's your team, you don't care. Um, you know, um, I will say this, uh, first of all, I don't think the SEC has announced anything unless you saw it, Todd, you know, if they've gone through the, the Zapruder film, so to speak, to see who all threw punches and who did stuff, because let's just hope that, you know, uh, Let's hope that number eleven didn't throw any punches. Let's hope that Kyle Trask didn't throw any punches. Yeah, yeah. Um, number eight didn't throw any punches because uh, we are, you know, we got a big game next week. But listen, Bill's chopping the bit. What, that, Bill looks that, like that, no, no, just ho- hopefully Kadarius. Kadarius didn't. Kadarius didn't punch anyone. Yes. yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, lost lost in this brawl was Kadarius Tony having an amazing game. Right? Oh my God, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. he's electric right he's there's he's a pic so- there's a picture on twitter of him being like there's two guys there's two pictures side by side of him like totally being wrapped up and it says and he scored on both of these plays <laughs> <laughs> it, it's amazing i mean his you know and and not having not having our kicker i think influenced some of our decisions early in that game todd um, yep. you know not having mcpherson there to kick who could have kicked a couple of those 45 to 50 yarders um, and listen, um, a much maligned defense that had three really bad games. And I know Missouri doesn't have a great offense, but it was nice to see um, Florida play. <laughs> you can only play who's in front of you. So they played well. Versus we had a couple guys Missouri that were talking. finally back in the right positions. Um, they, I don't we, know if we, the two weeks off, they got coached up. I don't know if guys got healthy. Something our, happened. Our front seven, our front seven had some guys that were in their right positions this time, and then our secondary got to play a lot of young guys because there was a couple guys out in the secondary. Um, All, the whole secondary was out. Yeah, yeah. Marco Wilson so was out. Yeah, that's good. That that's good that some guys got a chance to get in the game. You know, two things. One, I loved the uniforms. They could wear those every week, and I would be so I excited. Not that I don't I like do the orange helmets with the script. That's traditional, but I loved it. And two, Sean, uh, we may not be done with the game, but it's time to play Guess the Spread. Do you know what the opening spread for next week, Florida, Georgia is? Mm. Now, Georgia won 14-3, and Florida beat Missouri pretty handily. So what do you think I'll the uh, opening sp- uh, Georgia, five and a half. Georgia six, the, the kids on fire. <laughs> He's amazing. Six, really? <laughs> is it I think this. I think it's. I, it is in Jacksonville. I think this is a field goal game either way. Yeah, uh, I. I think Florida. I'm a homer. I think they outscore Georgia, um, but I don't think anyone wins by six. So, I, I would lay the right. points, not lay the points. I would take the points. Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, let's, let's talk about next week. Um, the, first of all, the MAC is back. Wednesday so is night the pack. is so is the pack, but Mac 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 is back on Wednesday night. It's all Mac all the time. All twelve teams in the Mac play on Wednesday night. Nice, um, yeah. So wow. a little something, a little something to watch. You know, it's hey, looks great opportunity for the Mac players and the Mac programs to be in the spotlight with baseball done. No hockey, no NBA. Uh, there's nothing to do but watch, watch. You know, Mac uh, football. Mac football, yeah. So you got some big games. You got a, in the Glass Bowl. You got Bowling Green and uh, Toledo battling. Uh, Miami plays Ball State, as they call them. Akron, Tech. yeah. Akron, Kent State, wow. I believe matchup. Yeah. So um, that's Wednesday, and then how about this, Todd? Thursday night, or I'm sorry, Friday night. 
You got a ranked matchup. You got BYU going to the blue rug at Boise mm. uh, versus number 21, Boise State. So 25, yeah. Yeah. Are they 25? I, I'm okay. seeing that now, but yeah. Okay. And then Miami NC State also, right? Miami NC State plays. So we got a couple ranked teams playing before the weekend. And then here's, here's a couple games I spotlighted. Uh, Michigan goes to Indiana, undefeated Indiana. Two and a oh, but are still undefeated. Michigan, yep. Michigan right where they want them. Uh, Michigan can't afford to lose another game. Not sure how Michigan is still ranked 23rd. Um, but once again, they're, you know, we'll see what happens with that game. How about this one, Bill? Pac-12 <laughs> is back. Arizona State. Arizona State plays at USC, and they kick at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. kickoff nice. on, the, on the West Coast. I can't believe wow. that. I, I mean, even the noon kickoffs were always <laughs> unbelievable. For I got to think there's no fans. Bloody Marys. A lot of Bloody Marys, right? Wow. Yeah, you're talking the Rose Bowl with nobody in it. Oh, yeah, there'll be nobody there. It's California. So, yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting. It's 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 the also the game of the week. I mean, it's, it's the a, Fox game. Yeah. The, the National Fox. Fox game, yeah. So, I, yeah. Kevin and I are very excited. Looking forward to watching that one and texting a little bit. Um, go Herm. <laughs> Shout out to some of the smaller schools that are ranked right now. Liberty comes in at number 25 this week. They got a big game. Wow. Also Liber- Carolina. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Lot, d- dropped 51 on Georgia Southern. Um, they're ranked. Uh, two, two big games, one 331 at 8 or 7.30. Uh, Florida, Georgia, and Clemson, Notre Dame, Clemson will not be with Trevor Lawrence again as of today because of that heart test the ACC has in. Is he playing now, Todd? He's out. No, he's out. They they he's, ruled him out. He's got to okay. go ten days, and he got yep. you know he the ten days will be end on Sunday. Right. Yep. But it's also because so. that cardiac test he has to take, and they can't get him in that. And it's, there's certain days after, and that's what hmm. Dabo said. So, hmm. look, that DJ Ongulele is uh he he's he was a top draft pick i mean the guy's a player and he got a game in his belt you got to go to notre dame but you're not playing you know under touchdown jesus and the fans you're playing under touchdown jesus and the parents you know in a, in a much smaller audience yeah but ian book and notre dame you know big chance for them to to you know and brian kelly to, to say look we've we're a good team and here's their chance right i got, I got a buddy who's a huge clemson fan and they were missing four or five uh, defensive starters last week. So okay. um, last week he he was like, yeah, it was close, but if we're full strength, we should have a better, you know, showing against Notre Dame. That said, this is rubber meets the road type of matchup. One one team is going to determine whether they're legit or, or not. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Notre Dame every year seems to come up against one of these matchups where they got one or two games to win and they can have a great season. So this is, yep. this is huge for them. Right. I think I think from a truly from a chess standpoint though, Todd, would you agree with me that Clemson can afford a loss more than Notre Dame can afford a loss? Absolutely, hundred percent correct. Yeah. But Notre Dame is in the ACC this year. No, I agree with you. Schedule wise, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, schedule wise, you're right. Schedule wise, yeah. I mean, just just from a standpoint of you know, if Clemson loses, they drop to four, let's say, or five. Notre Dame right? would drop to ten if they lose, right? Or eight. Yeah, yeah Notre Dame drops to you know eight or nine because you're gonna have to UC move up. You're going to have Florida or, you know, Georgia move up. You're going to have Wisconsin floating no. out there. You know, So, yeah. I so, agree with you. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. sure. Big game, and obviously that'll be a spotlight. It's, it's going to be a nice clicker uh, fest. But let's talk Florida-Georgia. Um, Mal, have you ever been to that Florida-Georgia game? No. Yes. You have? Over yeah. in Jacksonville? 
in Jacksonville. And then I think I went to one. Did they play in Atlanta one year too? They played in Athens one year in Gainesville back in 95, yeah. 94. This was yeah. a long time ago. Um, oh yeah. But I, I've been to it. I've been to it twice. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Um, Todd, I'm in my sure. face, in my face, it Sean. It is for the majority of the country. It's the Florida Georgia game. For the people in Georgia, they call it the Georgia Florida game, but it's the Florida Georgia. Depends on where you're at. Yes, I agree. Yep. Um, so wow. So six point favorites um, for the yep. dogs. Um, Todd, you said you know I didn't watch a, a single play of the Kentucky game. Uh, you said it was pretty vanilla effort. They got the lead, and they just kind of just ran the ball. Fourteen three. Pick, Pickens, was, Pickens didn't yeah. make the trip. So uh, from the Georgia standpoint, they had about, again, kind of like Clemson, they had about three or four defenders go out uh, during the game. But Richard LeCount, their star safety, got in a motorcycle accident on Saturday night. So he's definitely out. So that doesn't doesn't bode well for the Bulldogs, having all that defensive. uh, um, But you know what? Guys may step up. You never know. They got good scholarship players that, you know, could step up and, and fill the gap. You just never know. Yep. All right, NFL. Uh, you want to talk about Thursday's game? The Falcons, oh, right? Falcons, yes. Falcons beat the Panthers. Whew. Once in a row. I don't know. Second <laughs> second victory. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. And then today. It's a good win, for sure. Yeah. Today, uh, quite a few games in the early box, right, Bill? Uh, you guys got done yep. golfing, but uh, Joe Burrow looked good, led his team to a win over Tennessee. Tennessee loses their second in a row. Um, Burrow, Burrow beats Good for them. Joe. Yeah, yeah, beats them. Uh, windy day in Cleveland and in Buffalo and in Green Bay. Uh, but Cleveland just kind of laid an egg against the Raiders. That was a tough game. It was kind of a grounded out game. Uh, they only scored six points after scoring a lot. And you know, knowing that Buffalo or knowing that Pittsburgh or Buffalo is going to take a loss would have been a good week to have a win. Mm-hmm. They don't get it. Um, Buffalo wins, and now they have a three-game lead on the Patriots. I don't know. I can't say the Patriots are done, but I think the Patriots are done. I think. <laughs> they've, they, they've won 11 straight AFC East, the Patriots, yeah. right? 11 straight. Two and six. And it's, yeah, and it's not like the yeah, two and five. Done. Yeah, and, and five, it's not like done. the Bills are, um, you know, ahead by a long shot because the Dolphins and Tua Tungvaloa, uh, wins his first game. Uh, that was an all-around effort because they had a defensive touchdown. They had a special teams touchdown. Um, but Tua Tua leads the the Finns to a to a victory. Yeah, we need so to what see game Tua. Your game? What, we need to see Tua. Tua. That the Dolphins game. I watched that whole thing. You know, uh, Tua was just like a leash that was so tight. You know, he like I don't think he kept the ball once on an RPO. He handed it off every time or threw it. He never ran and was constantly. You, I, I know it's what I see is different than what they see on the field, but. He, you know, had large chunks of yardage to gain, but I think uh, the it was really kind of dictated him how he was going to handle this first game out there. Um, Didn't you think Kyler Murray did the same thing his first couple yeah, games? I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. It felt like they were trying to, um, but but look, I don't think I don't think Tua threw a pass more than 15 yards downfield, and he's got a he's managing the game right. He's oh, totally. Especially yeah. when they got up 28, um, 28. Throw us at twenty eight three really quick, and then sorry about that number. Sorry, Todd. Uh, it's 20, okay. <laughs> it's too soon, but it's okay. <laughs> Always too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it was it was strictly in game management mode, and he you know he he got his first touchdown pass, which was a, a, a little dump off. Um, but the, the 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 defense and the special teams play of the Dolphins won that game. 
And yeah. Tua didn't do anything to lose it. So it'll be fun to see him next week and the week after kind of open it up a little bit. Cause I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, trying to hit somebody downfield. I mean, all I remember at Alabama was how, how accurate he was as a thrower mm. and how, mm. how strong an arm he has. And if you watch this game today, you'd think he was a running quarterback who didn't want to throw too much, but didn't, wasn't, was told he couldn't run either. <laughs> so, so it wasn't super impressive, but he didn't, he didn't do anything to lose the game as well. So, so, to continue Dolphins talk, um, the Dol- <laughs> the Dol- no the Dolphins sold to a starting as Fitzpatrick was understanding, totally supportive, which I agree for both of those. But they interviewed him and he was like, "I'm heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm you know I have I have three wins with the Dolphins. I'm not getting any younger. I'm doing everything asked of me, and I got to turn the keys over." Um, yeah. So it's just the human side of sports. It was kind of interesting that he admitted he was heartbroken that he got pinched for, they had, you know, they had a really ahead. great, yeah. do you see the opening scene where they came into the stadium together? You got Tua walking in with his Hawaiian get up on, you know, kind of his thing coming in and, and Ryan is walking right in with him, like arm in arm with their masks on coming into the oh, yeah. stadium this morning. And, and uh, you know, cool. they said Fitzpatrick's been nothing but professional. He was there on the sidelines talking to each other. Um, you, they'd cut away to Fitzpatrick, you know, listening to the plays he's on his, you know, flip chart, looking at what they called and, you know, just really involved. And so this is as sad as he is, or maybe heard a little bit, uh, yeah. he's a professional, you know, and, and, and well, also that's a, a, a Gilbert, Arizona kid, you know, went to, uh, went to Highland high school in Gilbert before he headed off to Harvard. So it's always a little soft spot for the East, a soft spot for the kid from the East Valley of Phoenix. So, but it's, it's great that he's supportive and professional and going to do yeah. everything he can to make yep. Tua the best pro, but he's still saying, dude, I'm heartbroken. I want to, <laughs> I, I want to, I want to I wanna be under center. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, in what, in what's usually a game to watch with the fans and the, and the crowd, Steelers, Ravens. Um, wow. What a game. Yeah. Steelers hang Still. on again. They, they mm-hmm. go to 7-0, their best start since 1978. Uh, wow. We know what happened in 78 with that team with Bradshaw and Stallworth and Lynn Swan. They won the Super Bowl that year. Franco um, Harris, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, they, they just keep finding ways to win. Roethlisberger banged up a little bit, but but comes back and – that was, a, that was a pretty good game. And then Todd, how about your Viking or the, your Packers um, Vikings going to Lambeau field and Dalvin cook had himself a day, Bill. I don't know on the fantasy side, what his numbers four, were four touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, with that, without weather, it was going to be a Dalvin day, no matter what. Right. Um, <laughs> because there was no, no one was going to throw with any success or any luck. What was a 30, 40 mile hour wind Gus? Yeah. I, I can't even it, imagine. It's, it's what makes the NFL so amazing. And I'll throw it off to Mal to get his take. But um, Pack were five and one. Vikings were one and five. It was in Lambeau Field. It's it's <laughs> it's a, it's an easy quote unquote bet, right? And you know, it's just kind of like Tennessee. I think Tennessee was five and one, and and they lost to a a one and five team, right? Um, yeah, it's just NFL's. No one goes 0-16. No one goes 16-0. I know it's happened, but it's very rare. So you, you never know what you're going to get on a Sunday. Now, which which of the late games did you catch after golf? Did, that uh, you, you had the, the Saints come come back and win. You had the Broncos come back and win. And you had the 49ers make it a game until, you know. Uh, well, we watched. I watched the Saints game, uh, the overtime, right into the overtime. Matter of fact, it ended moments before we jumped on this call. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was uh, the game that I went to what we had here uh, going back and forth between the red zone a little bit, but that was the game that I watched. Yeah. 
So I heard a stat Saints, this morning. The Saints are not that good, I don't think. Right. They play the Bucks next week. Uh, the Bucks should have a pretty easy time, I think, with Ooh. the Giants here on uh, Monday night. Uh, and the Bucks are going to look for a little retribution uh, from that early season loss yeah, to, the, uh, to the to the – uh, to the Saints, it should be interesting. I think so too. I, you know, I heard a stat this morning, and it came true again today. Every single week so far in the NFL, a team has come back from a thirteen or more point deficit. Wow, mm. happened I a couple that. times today, but the the one that finished out the day, the Broncos, man, that was a hell of a comeback. Lock, um, Drew Lock, and they just surgically, you know, they get down to the last, you know, last play of the game. They throw it in the end zone, pass interference, which it was. Then they, then they, you know, lock just just holds the ball just long enough to make the defender kind of come up on him, and he flips in the pass, and the guy lands his butt in the goal line. Uh, one referee says no because the feet never touched the ground, but the other ref saw his bottom hit before it went out. One butt cheek equals two feet. Um, <laughs> and body part, yeah. Kick their extra point and win the that's game. That's a that's a given in life, right? One butt cheek equals two feet. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Hmm. We learned that in geometry, didn't we? I think so. (laughs) Tonight's game, not exactly a must-see TV, but might be better than next Monday's game. You guys see who's next Monday? No. How bad is it? Jets and who? at Jets. Patriots at Jets. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jets. (laughs) Poor Jets. Poor poor Trevor Lawrence-led Jets in 2021. Poor poor (laughs) ESPN having to put on a 2-5 and Patriots team versus an 0-8 uh, Jets team. But, uh, so, you know, I always say no one goes 0 and 16. My brother in law is a big Jets fan, said Jets will go 0 and 16. He's convinced. Uh, they, they, Browns their did. Odds are pretty good. Lions did. Yeah. Bucks. Oh, oh I'm not 14. saying it never happens. It's just, it's <laughs> rare, right? Right. Yeah, it's rare. It right. Rare. So, I, I know um, you guys probably know this that you know, Gary V, his goal in life, Gary Van, Vanderchuk, his goal in life is to buy the Jets. Right. I saw I saw a meme today somewhere that said, "Gary, please buy them now." <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> That's funny. Price is right. Well, yeah, Woody's Woody's uh, over in England ambassadoring, so maybe he can pick it up cheap. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the owner of the Jets. Yeah. That's Great. funny. Um, just looking ahead, next week's games. As you guys kind of teased, the uh, Sunday night game is um, is you guys. The uh, are you guys? You guys the late game. Next week, or the do you uh, Sunday or Monday night? No, no we're Sunday. Sunday. Sunday Definitely night. Monday. Okay, Patriots, yeah, because Monday's Monday's yeah. Monday's Patriots Jets. Yeah, so that'll be a good Sunday night game. And then a couple. What other games jump out at you, Todd? Next week, I know there's a couple big ones. Um, uh, on my phone's not refreshing for next week. Uh, next week? Do, see, Seahawks at Bills. What a, I mean, that's yes, a, yes, that's a one o'clock that's game. A, that's a big one, right? Yeah, Ravens Colts. Dolphins Cardinals, right? I yeah. mean, Ravens Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins Cardinals. That's two of the most exciting young quarterbacks. Yep. That'll be fun. Kyler Murray. And look, they're, they're coming off a, a bye week. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, depending on, depending on what happens, uh, Rams lost today and, and the uh, 49ers obviously lost. So Cardinals have a chance to kind of keep, keep, keep neck and neck with the, uh, the Seahawks. Right. Yep. They'll be Ooh. right there with them. Um, then you got, how about what can, what can Phillip rivers do against the Ravens defense, <laughs> the Colts Ravens. So we'll see, that's, right? that's always a fun game. The whole indie Baltimore thing, right? Uh, yes. 
So and and Indy now tied for the lead in the South yep. uh, with, with Tennessee losing two in a row. Phillip had a great game today, three touchdowns, uh, 126 or something like that passer rating. I saw on a crawl on a screen. So he's got new life in Indy, doesn't he? A little bit. It's, it started off kind of slow this season. People weren't too happy with him. But uh, five and two. What are they're they? Five and two. And yeah, but he had, he had a couple early clunkers, but uh, it's all good. Well, Mal, the good sure. news is after tonight's game is is um, the Giants. I still I think are only a game out um, of the, <laughs> and they play and they play the Washington football team next week. Um, so that's kind of a that is loser. one sad division of NFL loser football. Leaves, loser leaves town on that one next week. Yeah, I love. I love. I hope Washington keeps that. I love the Washington football team. I just love it. There's something so <laughs> generic about it that's appealing. So, right. And, and everybody in the NFC West is either at 500 or above. You know, since the Niners lost today, they fell to 500. Oh, man, that East. <laughs> now they should. They should just do that whole theming with everything. Like at the stadium, it should just say Washington beer, Washington ham sandwich. Washington shirt, <laughs> you know, like just, just, just everything, just generic. Yeah. Well, well, we joke, uh, Mal. There's a reason they call them the New York Football Giants, right? Why is that? I don't know. Because there it's was because a baseball. the New York baseball. Oh, that's Giants. right. There was a baseball before they went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. 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 Before they went to what San Francisco, I guess. Right. Yep. Yeah, and I love. I, I know we all know that we on this call. I'm sure we all know this, but I love the fact that the Mets are that took the Dodgers and the Giants colors to make put blue and orange together, right? When the <laughs> Mets came back, it started in '62, I think. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't know the story. You didn't know that? Yeah. So think of no, look I at don't. the color scheme, right? Because they lost the Dodgers and the Giants in '57, '58, something like that. And oh, so wow. when they got the expansion team in '62, they took the blue of the Dodgers and the orange of the Giants and put them together, and that's why they're that, that color. Wow. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. A little bit of history cool. for you, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Maybe because they knew that some someday they were going to sign a kid named Tim Tebow who played Orange and Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, not a chance, but you know, oh, hey, you yeah. never know, you never know, you Why never not? know. Well, hey, let's wrap it up. Let's go around the horn and see where we. Oh, Todd, you want to hit a little EPL? I know there's been some action this week. Oh man, I'd love to hit EPL. Seven games in, um, Liverpool finds himself atop of the table. Uh, even though they're wow. five, one and one crazy. So uh, I, I guess I'm not going to trick you all, but Everton, Southampton and Wolverhampton, the Wolves, they are three, four and five atop wow. of the table. So the, the table's a little excuse. We have uh, Liverpool and Tottenham one, two, and then Everton, Southampton, Wolverhampton, Chelsea, Ashton Villa. The big deal is the, Manchester's of the world. Uh-oh. Manchester City's 10th. Manchester United is 15th in the table. Now, early what? yet. Yeah, early yet. It's like a 29 Someone, games, to, 29 matches left. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time. Okay. Someone right. jokingly said Manchester United may win the Champions League and also be relegated. Wouldn't that be an interesting, <laughs> uh, interesting thing? No, that wouldn't so, be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, still That's early yet. Um, a lot of the games are over on Peacock now, if you have it. Um, they used uh-huh. to be all on NB, M- NBCSN, but now a bunch of them on Peacock. So, um, but no, it's we're off and running. So, all good. Good. Well, then let's go around the horn. We've got a week ahead of us, guys. We are in November. My blog post tomorrow teases on dual purpose. Uh, Mal, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, work is normal. Uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, 
going to take some time off getting uh, our youngest son moved into his apartment on Thursday down in downtown Tampa. And then nice. on, uh, on Friday, uh, the Quantum Leap annual golf tournament at uh, Innisbrook on the Copperhead course takes place. So we'll, uh, Bill's going to play, uh, Rick Schaub. Uh, uh, we're going to spend the day on Copperhead, hopefully with some nice weather, raising some money for a great cause. And, uh, Anthony, yeah, that, where's Sean, the, what's, what city is Innisbrook golf course? Palm over? Harbor. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, just, just, uh, north of Clearwater beach. Uh, gotcha. And, and a little, just a tiny bit east. It's uh, Palm Harbor doesn't actually border on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, but Innisbrook is a, a beautiful resort and Copperhead uh, is where they play the Valspar, uh, championship, mm. uh, and we've had the the tournament there now. It's, this is our twenty first year of the golf tournament, and the seventeenth year at uh, excuse me, the fifteenth year at at Innisbrook. Awesome! It's a, I hope you guys, hope you guys have a great day and, and raise lots of money. It's some great tea Thank prizes. You. I like it a lot. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great tournament. <laughs> it's a wonderful tournament. There's food on every other hole, and yeah. Ooh. And, uh, fireball shots here and drinks there. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fun time. It's a real fun uh, time. So we're looking forward to that. Have fun. How about you, Todd? Uh, looking forward to the work week. Um, got some exciting stuff going on. Um, it, it, it's easy this time of year as salespeople, um, to tread water looking forward to 2021. But this is, this is a time where you can take market share, and make a difference, right? So really, uh, November, I can't believe it's November already. So we have two months left. So trying to uh, finish strong. Um, Sean reminds me every day to, to be better and finish strong. So I'm, I'm taking heed to that. It's awesome. Um, all I got to say is Wednesday morning, the sun will come up. Yes. Right? Yeah. Everyone's very, uh, has their opinion, very concerned about what happens Tuesday. Um, and my opinion, it's, it's going to be okay. Do, do your civic duty, uh, uh, check whatever box you want, and then let's, let's rally and, and support whatever happens on Wednesday as best we can. I know it's, uh, heated and passionate and that's fine, but, um, it's going to be okay. So that's all I got to say. The sun will shine Wednesday morning. Let's hope for the best. Um, and, and let's move forward. Uh, Unless you're in Columbus and it's snowing. That's true. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, proverbially shine. A little proverbially shine. Oh, yeah. Right? Per, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like headspace. It's always shining above the clouds, right, Todd? Exactly. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. So uh, my guest this week on the podcast is uh, Monica Weekly out of Cincinnati, Ohio. So excited to bring on. Yeah. And uh, she's she was... Um, recommended it was one of the ones that kind of i get i get people asking if uh someone they represent can be on the podcast and and i usually say no because i they they're always pitching something or they're investors and stuff but this was different she was a coach and and i saw she was in, in the natty so i called scott oiler and said what do you know about monica and he goes oh i love her she's great he knew her and so when oiler said that it was like it's a no-brainer put her on the show right in fact i think sean you told me to call yep. scott right because i called you first and um <coughs> So it's a really good episode. She's she's super passionate about 
um, people learning and, and, and uh, doing the right things and a whole lot of relationship words were in there. It was very cool. So looking forward to that. Um, uh, I, you know, this week, you know, the, the Aussies are off on their Monday, which right now, as we record this, it's one in the afternoon on Monday, but it's a national holiday in Australia. And tomorrow, our Melbourne team, they came out of lockdown um, on Friday. And for the first time in months, they could go more than five kilometers from their home wow. without having without having a reason to do it. If you had to have a really good reason if you got pulled over. And so they're excited. And so the company gave them all the day off and said, just don't get sick, go have fun. But their numbers are incredibly low. Like there were seven I've cases that, yeah. last week yeah. in, in Melbourne. Yeah. So they're really, you know, um, handled it a different way than we did. And so it's, it's what that does for me is it means less conversations with Australia late at night <laughs> because it's just the way it works. You know, they're uh, now 16 hours ahead of us with the, since we fell back an hour. So if it's noon, if it's noon here, it's 4 a.m. in the morning there the next day. That makes sense. And so when I get to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it's 8 a.m. for them the next day, and they're coming into work. So from 4 to 8, I'm pretty busy, and, and they're, they understand that. They try to not take me past 7 or 8. So it, one of the neat, different things about this new role is I work a lot of like 10 to 7s. Kind of that's my day. So I get my morning mm. to take my walk and, you know, get that stuff out of the way. And then, you know, people start rolling in on the West Coast at between 10 and 11. And they start rolling in Australia <laughs> about four and five. So cool. it's it's kind of different and getting used to that rhythm. So uh, and that's 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 what's going on with me, Sean. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, I just checked the radar. Uh, looks like Wednesday, the sun will be up uh, 64 degrees for the high. Hey, look at that. Great yeah. day. Great day in Columbus. Um, S SPF 50, Sean. SPF 50. You got it, man. You got it, man. Uh, I'm heading to Cincinnati in the morning. Uh, as you guys know, Steve Euler, Scott's dad, uh, retired today. Um, one of his nice. roles in the company was coaching the top agents. And so they've kind of brought me on to get the top agents through the season to get their business plans ready for 2021. And I'm going to sort of serve as the uh, consultant for those guys. So I start that this week and I go about 60 different meetings with agents in Columbus and Cincinnati between now and the end of the year. Um, wow. Yeah. Nice. So that's going to be fun. I'd have two more webinars coming up this week. Uh, Charlottesville area association of realtors and Naples bill. Hey, um, good job. Awesome. Naples, yeah. They, the, the girl was on my Florida realtors rock and roll presentation. Nice. Texted me immediately afterwards. Says that was awesome. Can you do it for our group? Um, and uh, excited about that. And then uh, just you know, just continuing to to stay focused. You've got two months to go, and so a little preview, guys. My blog post tomorrow is called Dual Purpose, and it's we got to finish this year strong and get as much as we can in this year. But a lot of what we're going to do these next two months is going to set us up for success in 2021, right? Getting listing listings, relationships, appointments, and so it's uh, not not a time to ease up. It's time to come around that, that last turn and hit the straightaway and, and, and finish strong. So uh, we got a lot of good bat, a lot of good football getting ready to happen. Uh, hopefully some more sports coming on the horizon. College basketball will be here before you know it. And uh, masters masters next week. So we'll, we'll talk about, you know, not, not next week, but the following week it starts two weeks from a week from Thursday. So going to be, going to be, you know, just a fun week and the stories will be different and, you know, uh, golf channel at, you know, at the masters will just look different, but it, I'm sure yeah. we'll all be tuned in just to, just to see the stories and get the whole field back together again. So on behalf of Anthony and Bill and Todd, I'm Sean Carpenter. 
Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.